You're listening to the Mid-Career GPS Podcast, episode 98. Hey, not everything goes our way. And when it comes to your job search, there are times when it can be beyond frustrating. You're doing all the right things you believe you should be doing, and you probably feel like it's getting you nowhere. Well, in today's episode, you and I are going to break down your job search strategy and assess what's working well for you and what isn't. I'll share my favorite job search strategy that is a game changer for your results, time, and energy level. I'll help you assess your resume and your LinkedIn profile right now. And we'll talk about what taking a break from your job search actually looks like. And lastly, I'll share with you my favorite tip to help you jumpstart your job search and change things up a bit. There is a lot of actionable steps you are going to take from this episode. So if you are not driving, you may want to grab a pen and a piece of paper and open up a file on your device. Because my friend, we've got some work to do. This is the Mid-Career GPS Podcast, and I'm your host, John Narrell. I help mid-career professionals who are feeling undervalued and underutilized show up to find the job they love or love the job they have using my proven four-step formula. It's time to start building your mid-career GPS, so let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. So last Sunday was Mother's Day, and I just want to take this moment to wish all of you out there who are moms, first-time moms, or you have a mom, I hope you all had a happy Mother's Day. But I want to especially shout out for any of you who this is the first Mother's Day that your mom isn't here that she passed within the past year and you're dealing with this Mother's Day for the first time. I remember how hard that was. And so our moms taught us a lot. They gave us a lot. We've learned some really valuable lessons from them. So regardless, let's just take a moment and continue to celebrate the wonderful moms that we have in our life, as well as the wonderful moms we know and find ways to just continually lift them up and celebrate them. Happy Mother's Day. Now, hiring a career coach doesn't mean you are going to automatically find that new job. After all, you do have to do the work. And depending on how committed you are to that process and how well you manage your energy is vital to your success. I've got a free resource on my website called the 55-Minute Career Transition Jumpstart, and it helps you look at four key areas of your job search. And while we're going to talk about this today, the guide is really going to help be that resource for you after this podcast. So when you can, I want you to visit johnnarrell.com. Right at the top of the homepage, you're going to see a word that says free. I want you to click on that. And that's how you can enter your email address to get my guide, the 55-Minute Career Transition Jumpstart. So visit johnnarrell.com forward slash free or check the show notes for that. Now, if you are an active job seeker, today's episode is going to be super helpful for you. 
But if you're not actively job seeking, it's okay. Don't turn off the episode just yet. Because when you are actively job seeking, you are going to remember the things we're going to talk about. And by all means, if you know someone who is actively job seeking, kindly share this episode with them. They'll appreciate it. And so will I. So here's where I want to start with you today. When it comes to finding a new job, I want to break it down into what I call a traditional route and a networking route. In the traditional route, you are going to do all of the things that are directly related to applying to jobs online. You're looking at job boards, whether they be Indeed or they are Monster or Glassdoor. If you are in the Pacific Northwest, by all means, check out Mac's list. Mac Pritchard has an amazing job board, hosts an amazing podcast called Find Your Dream Job. I'll just plug his here for a minute. And there's some great resources there. But you find the job, you go to the website, you upload your resume, maybe a cover letter, and you wait. You wait to see if your resume has cleared that applicant tracking system, and you're going to get a call from an HR representative or a recruiter to come and have that initial interview, if you will. The other avenue is to use your network. And that's when you're actively going to be connecting with people already in your network and pulling people in to help you find a new job. You're going to be very vocal about how you're actively job seeking. You want to know if they have any job positions open at their company or organization, and you're going to leverage your networking relationships to see if they can help speed the process along. So when you think about those two avenues, here's what I want to know. What is going well with your job search right now? Really take a hard look at this. So for example, how often are you searching for jobs? Are you searching every day? If so, how much time each day? How many jobs are you applying to each week? And also, how much are you networking? If you need to pause the podcast here just to think about those, by all means, do it. But really get clear on the data here. It's one of the things that I focus with my clients on. How often are you job searching? How many jobs are you applying to each week? And how much are you networking? How clear are you on the types of jobs that you really want to apply to because you strongly believe you're the best fit? And if you're not, How many jobs are you applying to where you're just kind of throwing darts at a board and waiting to see if any of them hit the bullseye? You have to assess where your job search is right now. Now, if you are getting results, meaning recruiters are reaching out to you on LinkedIn, you are getting invited to come to initial phone screens, you're submitting your resume, and someone from that HR department is reaching out and saying, hey, I want to talk to you. I want you to know this, you're doing something right. Let's acknowledge that what you have is actually working. But if you aren't getting those kind of results, you must consider changing something in order to help your results. 
Now, maybe you are guilty of this. And certainly when I was applying for jobs, it was one of the things I struggled with as well. You might feel that there is this pressure for you to find a job right away. And so you are going to be, let's just say diligent, if not maybe a little obsessive in terms of searching those job boards every day. So you're looking on LinkedIn, Monster, Careers.com, Glassdoor, wherever it is that you're looking, okay? And every single day you are looking. And usually by the end of that third day, maybe fourth day, you're going to get frustrated because you are going to see that same job position in multiple places. So what if you didn't look everywhere? What if... When you thought about the traditional route for applying for jobs, you just looked at two. Number one would be LinkedIn. And number two, pick another one. Pick Indeed, Monster, Glassdoor, Careers.com, whatever your favorite job board board of choice is, look there. But here is my job search strategy. And it's the same job search strategy I coach my clients on. In a five-day work week, because we're going to give you the weekends off, Monday, you're going to search for jobs. Tuesday, you're going to apply for those jobs. Wednesday, you are going to network. You're going to find people in your network where you're going to reach out and connect with, maybe have an in-person meeting or maybe have a Zoom or a virtual coffee but you're going to network on Wednesday and see how that route, see what kind of action you can take from those conversations, what kind of traction you might get from those conversations. And then Thursday, you're going to go back to job searching and Friday, you're going to apply. Now, obviously, if you wanted to do some stuff over the weekend, by all means, but the goal here is that you're picking a specific day and being very intentional about that one activity you are going to do. Usually when positions are open and you're seeing them on the job boards, they're typically open for a week or longer. If that's not the case, more than likely, they already have someone internally in mind. And so if you see a job that's up there and it's taken down, one of two things happened. Either one, there was an internal candidate or two, They pulled that job posting for some reason, and you'll never know what that reason was. I share that with you because I don't want you to be stressing out and thinking like, oh my gosh, this job, usually the job will have some kind of date that you need to apply by. So obviously, let's say if you're looking on a Tuesday and you know that day you have to get your application in, just drop everything else and get it done or make sure you get it done that day. But the goal here is not to stress you out. The goal is to be very strategic in your process about how you are finding that next job and getting the interview and the offer for the ideal fit that you want. Now, when it comes to your resume, here's the thing I want you to focus on. You could show your resume to five different experts. And every single one of them is going to tell you to do something different with that resume. Resumes are subjective. Yes, there are best formats and styles 
There is best practice and guidance around what you should and should not do. However, your metric for determining if your resume is working is all based on how many interviews you get invited to. If you're applying to 10 jobs a week and three of those are yielding you interviews, my friend, that resume is doing pretty well. Don't expect to get 100% unless you apply to one and you get one or you apply to two and you get two interviews. 100% are very, very rare right now, especially with everything going on. Companies are being more and more selective in terms of their candidates. So in that regard, right, what is a kind of metric or percentage that you're going to look at your resume and go, hey, if it's getting me this percentage of interviews, I'm really happy with. I tell my clients, you can get it to 30%. Your resume is doing really, really well. I know we wouldn't normally be satisfied with 30%. Job market's kind of tough, right? Companies are being more selective. So 30% for jobs you're applying to that you're going to get a response rate from that says, hey, we want to talk to you or no. Even if you just get a response, it means the resume is clearing that applicant tracking system and it's getting in front of someone and they're making a decision. But to my point earlier in this episode, job searching can be frustrating, especially when you're not getting the results you want. And you may be thinking right now that it's just too much. You've got other stuff going on. So if I'm going to take a break, how do I do that? Well, I'm going to give you some tips right now to help you figure out if a break is exactly what it is that you need. If you're feeling tapped out and exhausted and aren't excited about applying for jobs right now, and you do not have a financial, personal, or professional urgency to find a job as quickly as possible, then a break may be exactly what you need to help refill your tank and be ready to go when that next time comes. First thing, assess the reasons why you want to take a break. It's okay to be compassionate toward yourself or be um, aware of what's going on with you and saying like, look, I just need a break right now. Break might be a week, might be a month, might be two months, whatever that is. You get to decide. But if you are going to take a break, take that break for a very specific reason and use that time to practice whatever self-care you need to refill your energy. Think about what you're going to do during that break. Are you going to enhance your skills in some way? Are you taking a course? Are you going for a certification? Are you, you know, going on a family vacation and you just don't want to have to stress out about looking for a job while you're sitting up late at night in a hotel while your kids are sleeping? Be really clear about what you're going to do on the break and make that time worthwhile. But then I want you to set a date for when you are going to relaunch your job search. Mark it on your calendar, put it in your phone, be really clear and specific about what is the clear start date for your return. 
I will share with you, there are some tremendous benefits from taking a break in the job search. I have had clients who have taken a break, come back in a couple of weeks, and then got three or four interviews right out of the bat and, le- about, and then landed a job. Okay. Those are good things. But it was in part because they were clearing their brain. They were f- taking the physical break from all of the stress. And when they came back, they were clearer about exactly what they wanted in that new job. So there's nothing wrong in taking a break. If you need it, take it. It is your journey, your job search, what it is that you want to do. So when clients come to me and they're like, I feel like I need to take a break from my job search. I'm like, great, let's coach around that. Let's get really clear about why the break is important to you right now and what you are going to benefit from it. In some cases, they get really excited about the break and other times they're like, nah, I just want to keep going. That's the power of coaching to really help you figure out and make a decision about exactly what it is that you want. So I promised you I was going to share with you my favorite tip to help you jumpstart your job search. I love this one. I hope you love this as much as I do because this is actually kind of fun in my opinion. All right, here's what you're going to do. Everybody who is listening to this podcast should be have it should have a LinkedIn profile. So you're going to go on it. You're going to go on your LinkedIn profile and I want you to remember that your LinkedIn profile is always a work in progress. You are always updating it, changing it, posting, reacting, commenting. There's all sorts of things you can be doing. It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be entirely exactly where you want it to be. So let's just let all that go. Your LinkedIn profile is a work in progress. You can change it at any time. You can add in a new connection. You can remove a connection if you don't want them. You can update your about section. And based on my episode from a few weeks ago, you can always write someone a recommendation and they're going to write one back for you too. Here's what you're going to do. When you scroll to the bottom of your LinkedIn profile, I want you to find the section that is listed with skills and endorsements. It's usually right above where your recommendations are. What you can do is you can look and see who has endorsed you for your skills. So maybe it's accounting, professional development, training, leadership, journalism, whatever that number one skill is that you have at the top that has the most endorsements, I want you to click on it. When you click on it, you are going to see all of the people in your network who have endorsed you for that skill. And you are going to scan that list and you are going to schedule a virtual coffee or a short phone or Zoom call with them. 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever you want. Now, because they are connections that probably know you pretty well on some level. They may not know you as well in terms of writing a recommendation, but there is some interaction they've had with you that have caused them to hit that plus button and endorse you for that particular skill. When you set up that call with them, you're going to reconnect. You're going to warm up your network. You're going to learn more about them. And in doing so, you're going to look at their profile, see what they've been doing, 
and research their company. And when you meet with them, here's what you're going to do. You are going to ask how you can help them. I have a dear networking connection of mine. He says all the time, givers get. You're going to give. How can I help you? Who can I connect you to? What's a good resource for you? What can I share with you? You're going to give them. You're going to be in service to them, right? And then what you're going to do is they're going to reciprocate and they're going to say, how can I help you right now? And that's when you're going to tell them you're actively looking for a job or you've opened up your job search. And you're going to be very clean and clear. Here's what I'm looking for. Here's the kind of job your company is interesting to me, or these companies are interesting to me. And while I'm not opposed to traditionally applying for jobs, I also know that networking is really powerful. Who do you know? Who can you introduce me to? How can you help me? Rather than laying lying awake, and I can never say that right. Is it laying, lying? I don't know. I can, I can hear my parents in the back of my head trying to correct me on that one. So for all the grammarians who listen to this, I apologize. You're, you're awake in bed at night and you are trying to figure out who are you going to talk to? Take all that drama away. Just go to the source. Go to your LinkedIn profile and your endorsements and find the people who already know you, who like you, who respect the work that you do and warm them up. Have a conversation with them. Re-engage them. Make a connection. Ask for what you want right now after you've asked how you can help them. Try it. Let me know how that works for you. So I've given you a lot of tips today to help you jumpstart your job search. So in closing, what's your favorite tip? What is the one thing that I've shared with you today that you really like, that you're, you're saying to yourself, I, I need to do that. I need to put a different job search strategy together or reevaluate my resume. Whatever that is, whatever that favorite tip is today, and if you need to go back and listen to this episode, by all means do so. But I want you to ask yourself this. What is the one thing you are going to do to help your job search based off of this episode. You just have to do one thing. Don't let your brain take you to this place that says, I have to do all of these right now before the day is over. No, pick one, do that, then do something else. Trust me, if you just do one thing that we have talked about here, your energy is going to shift in terms of how you are approaching your job search and what you are doing to jumpstart it and energize it so you ultimately can create your next advancement opportunity. And don't forget, go to my website at johnnarrell.com. There's the word free at the top or just go johnnarrell.com forward slash free or you can click on the link in the show notes and get my free guide, the 55-minute career transition jumpstart, and let that help you start building a job search strategy that is going to help you do things to put you in better position so recruiters and interviewers and hiring managers 
are going to be more interested in who you are and what you do, and ultimately want to talk to you to see how you can be a valuable resource and talent and employee in their organization, because you're going to help them solve some of their problems. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And as always, remember, we build our mid-career GPSs one mile or one step at a time, and how we show up matters. Make it a great rest of your day.